3: Hi guys, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, And I'm Adam Cleary, to the window. To the wall. Welcome to the news about football. Coming up for you today, (laughs) Harry Kane has scored the greatest goal in the history of great goals in friendlies In Centre Circles TM.
0: You won't believe where Wilfred Zahar might be off to. We have crowned the new bastards of football in Boston. And we begin with what is possibly the biggest transfer saga of the... It's officially a saga now.
3: Is it? Yeah. This is
0: the saga... (laughs) (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha! What is it? Uh, it is all around where Gareth Bale is buggering off to, basically. Oh, uh,
3: not already bored of this. Yeah, Z-
0: Zizou, Zinedine Zidane, uh, said that Gareth Bale is, quote, very close to leaving, saying after the uh, after one of uh, Real's friendlies this weekend, we hope he leaves soon. It would be best for everyone. We're working on his transfer to a new team. I've got nothing personal against him, but there comes a time when things are done because they must be done. See,
3: I'm curious about, before you get into the meat and mm. drink of this, I'm kind of curious about it because that was an interview conducted in Spanish, right? Mm. Right? Mm. Now when I read all the when I read all the headlines about this, Zidane so says it would be best for everyone if Bale leaves. Like it's, it's t- all this stuff. And I and I read that and I wondered, is that a bit something gone in the translation <laughs> Yeah. Because you can tweak what he said very gently, can't you? Like I think it's like if I said to you, instead of it's best for everyone if he leaves, like it's just it would suit all parties mm. for the transfer to be conducted quickly. Yes. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Cause because people like, like his agent properly like flipped oh, his lid off this. But is it just is it just getting
2: a bit taken out of proportion? Uh,
0: uh, yeah, I've I sensed that he probably didn't say, I've got nothing against him. Yeah. Like, he probably said, I like the man, uh, but he, you know, we want to get this so- he resolved as soon yeah, as possible. Yeah, like, you want all your transfer business to do, don't you? <laughs> The translator went, oh, I'm going to <laughs> Uh, yeah, you mentioned there his agent, uh, John- Jonathan <laughs> Barnett, who which sounds like Such a name, an
3: agent. Such a default agent yeah. name on
0: football management. Uh, said, and I don't think this is translation problems, I think this is word for word Zidane is a disgrace. <laughs> he shows no respect for a player that has done so much for Real Madrid. And to be fair, yeah, he has done quite a lot for Real Madrid.
3: What if we, we look this up? Three winning goals in three Champions League finals. Yeah. That's. Pretty good? Yeah. I mean, that's more than I've ever done. I'd, t- I'd take that, yeah. I would take that, yeah. Uh,
0: he has got three years left on his Real Madrid contract, in case you haven't mentioned that already. Uh, he's he won the done. Champions League four times, Uh, since his 85 pounds move to Madrid. Now, of course, he's been linked with so many people. He's been linked with the go-backs of Spurs, Man United, some people even suggesting, uh, alongside the big Chinese Super League deal, that instead of that, he could go to another club with ridiculous amounts of money, PSG, uh, as a replacement for Neymar, or a swap deal. Yes, I've
3: seen seen a, a swap deal with Neymar touted I think you would imagine you would prefer to come back to the Premier League Mm. because I think especially when you've gone at such a young age, left, I mean, technically, you know, traditionally British people don't renationalise very well when it comes to football. So he's gone, he's left, he's made a new life for himself in Spain. Uh, I think everybody just hates him because he hasn't learned Spanish. Isn't that like the whole crap with this? Um, You'd imagine it'd be easier for him to move back home than it would be for him to go abroad again. Mm. But a man with his talents, and he is only 30, which I know once you get to that number in football, people are like, oh, I should probably start replacing him again on Football Manager. Um, He's still got a lot to give, and if he can put his injuries behind him... I, I, I realised i was about to sound exactly like my dad but by saying, well, why
0: go to the Chinese, Chinese Super League? Has he not got enough money already? But, I mean, that could happen. That's been happening a lot with, with, with big players. I hope he goes back to the Premier League. I would like
3: to see him back in the Premier League, mostly because I think when you follow the Premier League, you forget how good players are when they leave. I certainly remember Beckham, People used yeah. to slate Beckham during the latter part of his career. It was like, oh, we just we stop needing we need to stop accommodating Beckham and get Sean Wright Phillips into the England team. Mm. Because he was in Spain, everybody forgot how good he was. So I'd love to see Bale come back for a run in the Premier League. I don't know I don't think Man United can afford him. No? I think if they've got money to throw around, I don't think he needs to be on,
0: like a, on a winger. He'd be, the, he'd, be, he'd be the exact sort of player they would sign, but they shouldn't.
3: Yeah, the thing is, I, I don't think City would go in for him. Spurs would love to have him back, you would imagine, but how they put that deal together. The transfer fee, you imagine they could afford, but his wages are
0: exorbitant. Here's a question. Was the last person to come back to the Premier
3: League from Real
0: Madrid, Michael Owen?
3: Jonathan Woodgate. Jonathan Woodgate. Jonathan <laughs> Woodgate.
0: Oh, what a debut he had for Real! Possibly Thomas Graveson. There's a name. Speaking of
3: definitely playing for Real Madrid at some stage in their career, have you seen Harry Kane's goal? <laughs> oh my God! It? Don't know how much footage we're going to get away with showing here. Probably none. Maybe a still if we're lucky. But uh, the International Champions Cup. How much do you know? Because I just discovered I knew very little about it. I knew it was a tournament that they it's do in Singapore. No, it's not only uh, this game's in Singapore. Bollocks! It's across the world. A lot of games are in America. A lot of them are across Asia. There's one in Cardiff, one in London, and one Whoa. in Stockholm. Yeah, I know, right? There we it's go. Totally possible. we don't support clubs that would ever get invited to this. Have I think in Chester-
0: Chesterfield's invite just missed out.
3: Arsenal, Man United, and Tottenham. Literally the three biggest clubs in London. Uh, Bayern <laughs> Munich, Fiorentina, Inter Milan, Juventus, Milan, Benfica, Guadalajara, because why not, Atletico uh, and Real Madrid. And it's a big league format, but obviously they, don't, they only play like three games. Arsenal are currently top of the league. They've won both of theirs. Yeah, they beat Bayern. Finally, in, beat Bayern in, a, in they a. beat somebody else the other day. Like tomorrow, we have Real versus Arsenal. In I wrote down where that was. It's in America somewhere. Can we so, watch that in the office? Yes, let's watch work. that in the office. Oh, it's great by the way because it's broadcast uh, on every on a TV network in every single country except uh, for the UK, of course. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Spurs are playing Juventus in the International Champions Cup. It is a barn burner. Of a game, Spurs take the lead with a goal from... I did write this down, but I've forgotten it now. And then Juventus come roaring back with goals from Cristiano Ronaldo and Gonzalo Higuain. It's a thrilling encounter. Then Spurs' record transfer, and Ndombele. N- Ndombele? Is that what we're that wrong with? Wrong with we were going to with Ndombele that. Ndombele yeah. gets on his first touch. He puts Lucas Moura into equalise. We are 10 seconds away from penalties. And the ball breaks <sighs> in the centre circle. And Harry Kane, without so much as looking up, Leathers it over Wojciech Czesny and into the back of the net.
0: It's unbelievable.
3: We don't hear obviously high, riding the crest of all these emotions, blown away by his own brilliance. Harry Kane uh, did a pre match, a post match interview, obviously overcome with emotions, swollen with pride, blood and adrenaline pumping through his veins, and he said, It's probably one of the best goals of my career. I saw the keeper was quite far off his line a few times, so I thought, I'll take the chance if I have the opportunity. I saw him off his line, and fortunately, it went in. It did. Why, you really get the sense it of like, did, what a, an amazing in. feat that was. He also tweeted later on, glad to be back, which I thought was quite nice. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. I just got. I was read a really nice moment of being reminded about Naeem from back yes, in the day. Yes, I saw the headline, is Harry Kane the new Naeem? Because he <laughs> t- lobbed a goalkeeper who's connected to Arsenal in some way. Yeah.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't go as well with the tune of "Go West." You remember the Naïm from, from the halfway, halfway line. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. See there you go. It works. I'm um, trying to go and, I'm going. Trying going Harry Kane <laughs> from the That's far why, away.
3: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> All I don't goals from inside the centre circle are the best goals you can ever score. Uh, obviously, this was a debut for a uh, delict mm. at, uh, at Juventus. He's going to remember that one for a while. And I completely forgot. Sorry, it's Juventus. He? yeah because he did a thing afterwards going yes it was a good goal as he like, <laughs> munched through a load of t- load of tabs yeah that's he pretty w- much pretty much all I've got on this story it's it was really good it's go go and watch it it's a uh, look out brilliant. for the remaining games in the international Champions Cup because as we say we don't support teams that'll ever be good enough to get into it next story
0: next story uh you know everyone's been talking about? Wilfred Zahar and Arsenal are offering like, I don't know, 40 million plus one quid or whatever it was.
3: Yeah, Arsenal are trying to sign him in 2006,
0: basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, he is now, apparently, according to 90 Minutes, been linked... With Bayern Munich, uh, apparently because Coming in? Bayern Munich uh, have tr- missed out on signing, well, supposedly missed out on signing Gareth Bale and Leroy Sausage Sane. Um, <laughs> Bayern Munich has been linked with uh, with Wilfred Zahar.
3: Do you, know what, need, do you know why I laughed so much at that? Because it took me a second? Yeah. Sausage? What's a
0: Leroy Sausage? My mate did that. We were watching the Man City game and he went, oh, here he is, Sausage. And I was like, excuse me? And he went, Sausage. <laughs> I just put my huge from laughing at that. <laughs> Sausage but yes. So back to the story. <laughs> Zaha to Bayern München. Yeah, good that. Yeah, I'm be for that. I, I mean, he has been a revelation. To be honest, he's a one-man team for the most part. Um, Crystal Palace, especially now they've not got Wan Bissaka. But yeah, I, I think I'd like to see him stay in the Premier League and finally do do well because he went to Man
3: United and then they went. Oh, actually, I'm not bothered. Well, he went to David Moyes' Manchester yeah. United crucially indeed Zaha was one of these I think I think again right now the England set must look back it's a massive massive regret they refused mm. to guarantee him any kind of football for England so we went and played for the Ivory Coast huge mistake on their part if you look at how well he's developed and how good he's come now Sahar's um, an excellent player an excellent excellent player Bayern's the kind of club he could be playing for
0: it could, they could. that could work really well for both parties I do think and we've,
3: so. we've seen a lot of Englishmen go to the Bundesliga the last two years obviously Reese Nelson Jadon Sancho the other one from Arsenal whose name I always forget um, no reason why Zaha can't go there and make a success for himself, in That's, my opinion. Yeah, a, IMH. Is, there, is there
0: a purported fee? No fee uh, being linked to it. Loads of,
3: yet. of money. Imagine. I know Palace won 100 million for him, which I remember when that was initially reported, people were like, are they for real? Wilfred Zaha is not worth 100 million. And he's not worth 100 million to the buying club. But I would say he's worth 100 million to Palace. Mm. When you think about how much they would have to spend to replace Is you know, his. His role in the club, his goals, his assists, his overall contribution. He yeah. probably is worth 100 million to them in this market, so whether or not you would get 100 million pounds worth of player for your money if you were buying is. Yeah. Or indeed buy in that's another another matter in Hey, eh? What's the last story? <laughs> oh, yeah, the last oh, story. Oh, this is a good one. The last one. story is a vest on, right? So uh, we're sitting around in the office, uh, Walk Ultra to Towers and we're discussing what football story should we do. We're talking about Kane's goal, of course, we're talking about Bale, and resident Liverpool fan the office, Ian Pattinson pipes over behind his desk and goes, uh, you might want to talk about what horrible boys those Sevilla players were. The attempted were. murder. They, they could have killed my precious Liverpool side. So we've looked it up, and we would like to officially, uh, it's early on in the season, we, m- we might change this, we would like to officially crown Sevilla the Kings of Bastards <laughs> 2019. Scott Brown's, not Scott, going to be happy. Bra- Scott Brown's not going to be happy, but there is, of course, time, time. to stake his claim for the 2019 2020 season. However, Sevilla oh. are outstanding candidates already. You may have seen the clip during the rounds. Left back, and I hope I get this right Yasser Laruki? Yeah. Larussi? Laruki? Laruki? Uh, so the situation goes this is after quite a tense game, anyway, where everyone's been getting booted, booted five foot in the air. Sweltering. It was in the States, wasn't it? Sweltering. was in Boston. Uh, Sevilla want the ball played out. Mm-hmm. Right? And this young upstart left-back goes, you know what, I'm going to go on a bit of a mazer, going to go on a bit of a dribble, because of course everyone's standing there, going, we'll just put the ball out, something, some players down. He's sent to dribble through, and then, um, <laughs> again, got to get the name right for this one, Yorji Nan- Nangon. Yeah, Yes. Nago, like Nago, he just goes and he boots him, Six to seven foot, clear <laughs> yeah, up in the right. air. Ap- and then he does, of course, the thing you do in that situation where he just turns around the referee and goes, "The well, Bullshit, you gonna... Should have put the ball out, Yeah, bullshit, it's your fault, ref. You should start the play. Um, he was immediately <laughs> red-carded. <which> <laughs> Come on, ref, VAR. Even for a friendly, it is absolutely a clear red card, obviously. Mm. Uh, hopefully the player isn't injured. Jürgen Klopp, uh, ever, ever the uh, ever the wordsmith, said, it is much too early in the season to create headlines by saying the things I think about that situation. Mm. Fair enough there. Uh, James Milner also came out and condemned him. He's been, it's been called a cowardly tackle, although we've talked about this in the office. Mm. Don't really get how no. assaulting someone's cowardly. I'm, I'm a coward and I can't do that. No, I so wouldn't do that. That wouldn't really work. Uh, there was also a few other bits in the game. Um, Ever Eger, football manager legend, yes. apparently stuck his finger in somebody's eye, could have been sent off for that. It was just it was really scrappy and bitty all yeah. over the place. A horrible game, but which Sevilla, with 10 men, went on to win. It was one all at the time of the red card, and despite wow. despite booting some child into the orbit, they uh, still went on to win the game. So, Severe, congratulations! You are our kings of banter, 1920
0: so far. I, I I can't get over that game.
3: Go and watch that clip because he sends him absolutely <laughs> flying. Have you seen the the, uh, the thing that was doing rounds ago where they're in the, the Bounty Park? And there's a little kid sat on this inflatable and his like brother or oh, dad yes. jumps on it where the granddad's <laughs> gonna catch it. Like it's like that. It's like that. <laughs> right, hopefully
0: move. he's not injured. <laughs> no, he's fine apparently. I think I did I did a glance at him and they said he's fine. Hopefully Should have put the ball out Should have put the ball out Should put the ball out, the ball out. Uh, Let's move on to your Twitter questions Don't you can send them to us, us At Uh This is from a couple of days ago But it is still still is relevant should
3: you say If you do want us to read your question out You should probably tweet it in Because we get just about enough to do these Yeah So you've got a very good chance Not like wrestling Where we've got to skim oh, through no. it all you get got a pretty good chance Of getting yeah. this right out If you do it what Yeah Culture FC.
0: Darth Ramios uh, asks Did you see
3: Mr and Mrs Ramios A son Darth Darth
0: uh, did you see last night's LA derby hashtag El Tráfico? And do you think Man United regrets dropping Zlatan? He also asked another question. Yeah,
3: I don't think so because I think even Zlatan said that you know he's the best player in this league because that's what his ability level mm. is now. I, I do really enjoy watching MLS because it's just an entire league full of teams that hasn't quite learned how to like close out games or like manage tempo. So everybody just runs around trying to score goals all the time, which makes it really, really exciting. However, the overall level of it, mm. there's a reason why players like Zlatan can go there at a later stage and they're like, David Villa looked like a lost child in La Liga for his last season. He's gone there and he's been an absolute, for many years, was an absolute revelation. Bradley Wright-Phillips. Bradley Wright-Phillips would struggle to get 10 goals in League One, probably, and tears it up over there. It's a different kind of game. It's a different kind of league. So I, I don't really like doing comparisons with where it is in mm. regards to like, European leagues. But there is a reason Zlatan... Loves it over there because he is the biggest possible fish in that pond. Yeah, I'm
0: inclined I'm to agree with you. I wish we'd had Zlatan a few years, when he was a few years younger in the Premier League. Cause yeah. he was just, he was just... But even there, he,
3: you know, he rocked up at like 30, 31. He was still really exciting yeah. on
0: occasion. On his day, he can still perform. Uh, and there was another question he was asking around, uh, does anyone really compare to Zlatan or, you know, who's better at? I think it was Zlatan and... Who was the... Was it, Vella.
3: Colas Vela. Colas Vela. Uh, they both live in the overwhelming shag- shadow of Megan Rapinoe. So. Indeed. Uh,
0: James McIver
3: with the second question Can you point that out, by the way? Because I like said something about Megan Rapino on Twitter, and I was like, I just, it's not because she's a woman or because she's a lesbian. I just hate it because she's arrogant. People would like Zlatan Ibrahimovic <laughs> yeah. like, on, their, on their banner thing. Like...
0: Is it? I've seen a six second clip of her signing a football with a massive countdown in the background. Well, guess she's the worst person in the world. Uh, James McIver asks... I just don't like her attitude. Mm. Nothing to
3: do with the fact she's better at football than you are, is it?
0: Yeah, exactly. James McIver asks, uh, what do you think is the greatest piece of transfer business? Whether it be a player that completely changed the fortunes of a club or buy low, sell high, anything like that. I
3: meant to think about this before I came on and I didn't. (laughs) Uh, The greatest piece of transfer business ever... Fabian Schaar for four million. Oh, good shout. For, I mean, in an age where Maguire can go to Man United for 80, Schaar for four million in 2018, or 2017, technically. No, 2018. That's an absurd bit of business.
0: The the two ones that leapt into my head was Eric Hansen up to Man United, yeah, Eric which Hand is not a very yeah, obvious yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And also, I think Chesterfield got about <laughs> 15 million for Kevin Davis before he went and, when he was a pacey little oh, can winger. We, can we regard selling as yeah, well? Yeah, I think so. £30 million for Andy Carroll. Oh, it's a steal, is it? Let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. I'm sure that's going to spark some debate. Uh, final question today comes from Gregor Rain, who says, Do you think Jack Wiltshire will come good again this season at West Ham, or will he go full Jinder Mahal oh, on us? You
3: could have asked that question any season over the last Even at Arsenal, when he mm. come good? Because he looked like being the most talented English player of his generation. He looked like being a new Gaza. Yeah. And he's just... Attitude is always a bit of a problem for he me. He had that game
0: against Barca, didn't he? Where he just yeah. ran the show. He's
3: an excellent, excellent player when he's fit and when he's focused. But I just think at his age now, I think he's missed too many too many developmental milestones in his career. It's mm. undoubtedly um, so talent, obviously. But I just think, I think being at Arsenal for that long didn't help where he was getting played in various different positions. They couldn't settle on what the best place for him was because he started quite high up. And then they wanted to play him deep and then they have moved him all over the place. I just think he didn't get a long enough settled run of like form position and fitness Mm. to become the player he obviously could have become I think for a team like West Ham there's still a great player in there you can definitely still get something out of him probably one of their most talented players
0: I, I just hope yeah he has a season without getting any injuries and they can play him in the sort of late career Paul Scholes role yeah that's what they need he's
3: definitely got if he can get a run under his belt he's definitely got like a tedious match of the day 2 segment about him where oh should he be back in the England team etc etc yes Good, a good player just never quite reached his full potential for me. Exactly.
0: Right, let us know your thoughts on all of today's news stories in the comments section below. And don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And don't forget to send us Twitter questions at WhatCultureFC. Whilst you there, follow both of us. You can follow him at... Adam Cleary, C-L-E-R-Y. You can follow me at Adam Will Warner. Said follow us all at WhatCultureFC. My thanks to Adam Cleary. Thank you for watching. And we will see you soon.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.